We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Red Hot The Pod. So today's ep is a solo ep. I wanted to just catch up with you guys, let you know what I've been up to. Uh, We've been pretty busy actually the last like six or so weeks. So I just wanted to fill you guys in, let you know what I've been up to, what's been going on. And then the other half of this ep is going to be more of like a Q&A style portion. I just get so many questions sorry I get so much of the same questions all the time asking about specific issues or specific friendships or specific business questions and I'm kind of just at the point where I'm like okay I have this platform now Uh, I would like to give my two cents let you guys know what sort of happened and um, yeah just like put everything to bed and we can all just move forward So uh, a little catch up. So the last, I would say six or so weeks have been kind of a blur, to be honest. We've been in Sydney. Em and I were in Sydney for a week together for her like wedding dress try on situation, which I made a TikTok about that. And she's also spoken about that experience on her Instagram. So yeah, we went and did her wedding dress situation in Sydney. Um, That was a whole thing in itself. I feel like I spoke about it a little bit on TikTok and so did she. If you're interested in knowing more about that, we kind of, it wasn't the best experience that she had, to be honest. But um, yeah, just don't really want to say too much about that because I don't want to offend anyone or hurt anyone's business or anything. But yeah, it was just, I think it was more the sales assistant that we had on the day. It was just not really the vibe. Anyway, so we did that. It was fun to like, obviously, check it off as doing something like that together for the wedding. She has booked another wedding dress situation for when I go over to Perth in a couple of weeks, which I'm really looking forward to because she's obviously got all of her Perth friends over there. So we'll get to do that all together with them, which will be fun. So we did the Sydney week and then I was back for a couple of days and then we went to Then I had a few like fly in, fly out days for work to Melbourne and Sydney the following week. And then towards the end of that week, I was in Hamo with Em, where she surprised me with the most luxurious accommodation, literally on the island. Like it was so divine. If you guys are looking to go for like a little, to go somewhere that's not too far away, but kind of feels like you're far away, uh, definitely recommend going to Hamo, although it is kind of expensive. And the place that we stayed at was fucking ridiculously expensive it honestly was worth every penny the service the staff the facilities everything was amazing if you are interested go and check out qualia resort not sponsored but definitely go check them out it is such a beautiful location so we did that that was amazing and then em came back to the gold coast sorry then we flew back into brisbane tripped and fell into a night at the Carlisle that was heaps of fun Uh, and then yeah she flew out of Perth the next day so that kind of brings us up to where we are now I've just spent the weekend with Jet on the Sunshine Coast which was super nice I always just it is like obviously the distance is kind of not ideal it is it literally took me three hours and ten minutes to get home yesterday which was fucked but um 
I do really feel like I switch off when I go up there, especially because his sister and her husband and their three kids are living in their like family house at the moment where Jet also lives. So um, I get to just see the kids, see her, and we just hang out all together. And I really don't think about anything work related or yeah, I just, I feel like it's a real nice, like disconnect for me from anything work related. So, um, so yeah, I was up there from Friday afternoon until Tuesday morning and we're filming today and it is Wednesday. Sorry if I sound a little bit nasally, by the way, I think I've picked up a little sinus something from the kitties, but, um, yeah, that kind of brings us up to date. I have heaps of exciting stuff in the works, uh, like work-wise. We've got heaps of new ranges coming for chill before the end of the year. Um, I think there's, we've got one in the next two weeks and then two in the next month after that. And then our Christmas range, obviously Black Friday, Cyber Monday, that's going to be huge for us this year as well. Uh, I've got a a collab, is it collab or collab? I don't know. I say collab. Uh, a collab with a brand, like another brand that I'm, that like Lily Brown is doing, not chill, uh, which is coming out in December, which I'm doing the photo shoot for next week, which I'm really excited about. I think you guys are going to love that. And then what else? I'm just reading my notes. Stand by. Oh, and then towards the very end of the year, it's going to be mine and Jet's one year anniversary. (laughs) We made it. We haven't killed each other. I wonder if we would, if we lived together potentially definitely if we live together in my house because it's that fucking small anyways so heaps of exciting things happening oh and travel of course I've got like a bazillion trips in the next two months I've got Perth twice and then Bali and then when I get back from Bali I go oh Sydney Bali and then Hong Kong with my mum in November which is going to be like an early birthday present for her so really looking forward to that haven't been to Hong Kong in years grew up going to Hong Kong love it there so much um so yeah that's going to be heaps of fun okay let's just jump straight in because I feel like I'm half dancing around some of like answering some of these questions because they're a little bit on the invasive side. But honestly, um, yeah, I just feel like I have this platform now and I feel like a lot of others have had their two cents or given their two cents on specific situations. So without obviously spilling tea or throwing shade or whatever you – people want to call it. I will not be doing that today. So if you're here for that, then you're not going to get it. I just kind of want to put some like situations to bed because I'm kind of over it, like seeing the questions being asked and have rumors circulating about what actually happened. So um, yeah, I guess I'm just going to talk about it today. Okay. First question I'm going to answer is how do you know when you are with the one I'm lost? If I'm, I'm so lost. I think I'm overthinking it. Um, to be honest, like, you know, they act like the when you know, you know thing. I always thought that was a fucking crock of shit. But I I kind of thought that I was going to be with my first boyfriend forever. And I was with him when I was 17. So I was quite young. And obviously the first love, you're like, oh, this is just like, this is it. It's like so exciting. Best thing ever. And then you just like, obviously life goes on, life happens, you grow up and 
things change and whatever. And yeah, obviously ended out, ended up outgrowing him and for no like specific reason, honestly, he's such an amazing person and whatever. But when I met Jet, I met him well before we started dating, like literally two years before we actually started dating. I don't know. I just think like the whole, the, the phrase, if he wanted to, he would, that really resonates with me and him and like our relationship a lot because he, it literally took him from when we started like really seriously speaking to one another, like, or seeing and speaking to one another was like maybe four and a half or five weeks before he asked me to like officially be his girlfriend, which I mean, it's not really a lot of time because obviously we knew each other for quite a while before, but to, to answer the question specifically, like, I feel like I don't think I'd like, obviously I, I, I love him so much and I'll be with him for the rest of my life. I know that, but like the one, like there's obviously he has, like, he doesn't have fucking many, but everyone's got flaws and like, not everybody is perfect. And I feel like when someone says the one, like it, it sort of paints them to be this perfect person. And in my opinion, nobody's perfect. I'm fucking certainly not perfect. Jet's not perfect. Like nobody's, nobody's perfect. So I don't think, yeah, the one of like, like you both like match each other perfectly and like everything's perfect. And you're just like these two people that coexist perfectly in each other's lives. I just think that, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like that's a very realistic idea of a partner or a person that you spend the rest of your life with. Like, for example, my parents, like my, my mom and my dad have been together for 30 years and my mom's like my mom's been a stay-at-home mom since she got pregnant with me and what they really had in common if you guys listen to the episode with my mom um she kind of jokingly said like that they travel really well together still now that later in life and that's kind of really the only thing that they have in common so like and that but they've been married for 30 years and like he's a great husband she's a great wife like they work really well together but like separately I see a lot of things in them as individuals that are traits that I kind of hope that I don't bring into my relationship like and I'm not trying to drag my parents in any way like they're they're the best people ever but there's yeah I think growing up and just like obviously they've had such a healthy marriage and I'm so grateful that they're still together but as individuals they have traits that clash in their relationship and their marriage and so I think just observing that and taking that on board and just implementing it and what I or like communication for example like sometimes things get lost in translation and communication with them um or you know my mum sometimes finds it really hard to apologize so I've I've taken noticing those things on board and implemented them into my own relationship so if there's ever a time where Jet said oh like this has happened would not that he would because he's just anyway he if he ever brought something to my attention that I did something wrong or like made him feel some kind of way like I'm always going to be the first person to apologize same with any friendships like that's just how I am now I think that that's just how I've I see things like in my relationships now hopefully that kind of made sense let's move on to the next question friendship breakdowns and how you feel about still seeing your best friend hang out with them okay I'm going to answer this quickly and I would like to just preface with there is no hard feelings there is no beef there is no tea so if you're here for that um you're not going to get it but I would like to also just say I have not really had a chance to um 
give my side or say what's going on and that's been for good reason. I'm not one to air anyone's dirty laundry on social media or anything like that but I feel like this is a um, very much a more personal like space for me and I said to myself going into this that I just wanted this to be a place where I was honest and um, just let you guys in a little bit more because yeah I feel like I've kind of stopped being vocal about everything that I think in life just in the last couple of years so um yeah I, I kind of just want to delve into the Luce and Nick situation just briefly and again prefacing we've hashed it out we are all good there is no beef there is no tea but I do want to just put it to bed and let you guys know what happened so it was like I don't know it must have been like 20 it was before COVID so it would have been 2019 end of 2019 I think they we're both single at this time and uh, Nikki started seeing Ollie, I believe, or they were hanging out um, together, the two of them a lot. And my ex-boyfriend at the time was um, good mates with Ollie. So naturally it was Luce and Nick and then Ollie and my ex. Um, obviously, if you know the history of me and the girls, we traveled the world together. I They were literally like my two closest friends that I had um and I guess that's kind of why this whole situation really affected me so much for so long because I just felt like a complete I was just betrayed to be honest that's just how I felt anyways I don't want to like get too heavy about it because I don't want anyone to think that I'm hanging shit on them because that's absolutely not what this podcast is for and I don't want to yeah you know they're it's all good. Anyways, yeah, so they were two of my closest friends obviously me and and the girls were like the before like we did everything together we were traveling together like festivals um Luce actually helped me with a bunch of like personal um business stuff obviously they hadn't launched Jagger at that time so um I was helping them promote that like we did I did photo shoots for them they were just like it was just like a real mutual friendship at that time it was all good like everything was sweet we were just like having the best time together anyways as you would have seen on social media because we were posting on social media all the time when we were together doing all the fun things that we were doing um it was really obvious to you guys that how close we were which was that's literally how close we were in real life like that wasn't put on for um Instagram or anything so yeah it was a little bit um I just was really taken back to be honest when they the four of them started hanging out like the two girls and the two boys um I brought it to their attention we went and had dinner and sat down they came to Brisbane we had dinner and was there and um yeah I just like hashed it out with them and then uh just let them know like how much it was affecting me that I was they were posting all over socials them hanging out with my ex-boyfriend like going to festivals with them, kissing him on the cheek and posting them on this, on his store, on their story. Like, and then people were sending me the stories saying, what the fuck is this? Your ex-boyfriend. That's a pretty dog act, whatever. Um, which like, I don't give a fuck about him. This is the, the whole, this has nothing to do with him really. It's just more of the like betrayal of my two best friends who I did everything with, who really didn't give me much of a reason as to why they stopped hanging out with me and then started hanging out with him. Obviously it all kind of have made sense further down the track when um, Nick and Ollie are now together and they're engaged, which I'm so happy for them. I've seen her in pu- in person, like wished her congrats when Em found out that they were uh, engaged. She called me and I literally cried on the phone. So on to Em, not to Nikki. Like so glad that if anything's come from it, like stoked for her that she's like found her soulmate and they're really happy. So that's all good. But yeah, when I voiced it to them when they came and had dinner, 
uh, they said that they would like they respected what I was saying. They understood what I was saying. They were going to stop hanging out with him, stop posting, whatever. And then the opposite kind of happened. So it really just th- at that point I was like, "Fuck! All right, well, you've just this is how it is going to be then." And yeah, to be honest with you, that was like, I think that's where my like I kind of went really back into my shell. I guess I stopped. Um, posting as much on Instagram. I like lost a bit of confidence, I would say. It just like really fucking shattered me, to be honest. And even talking about it now, I'm like, oh, makes me want to cry. But I can't. I can't. Anyways, this is so I should cry. I think it's different to like deal with dealing with friendship like bust ups in real life is obviously hard enough but then when you've got like hundreds of thousands of people Mm. Wow, I actually am fine. Wow, sorry, got a little bit emotional. Yeah, when you have like, obviously, you know, fighting with friends in itself is shit enough, but when you've got the opinions of hundreds of thousands of people and like I feel like I was kind of painted to be the one that did the wrong thing because obviously there's two of them and one of me and obviously M still um, is friends with them. So, and like she knows, M knows what they did was wrong. They know what they did was wrong. So like there's, there's no, it's, it's not really anything anymore. Like it's all good, but um, yeah, it was a pretty traumatic, like, couple of years for me if I'm being completely honest with you dealing with that and yeah I just am more sad that I just feel so I felt so betrayed by two people who I trusted with everything and like we did so much we lived so much fun like life together we had so many amazing memories together and like obviously traveling heaps and just like being vulnerable with one another and like yeah, it's like literally like a relationship, like breaking up with a boyfriend, except I had two. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I don't know, shit on a bit. But anyway, no hard feelings. Um, I love the girls. I see how successful they have become. Like it makes me so happy for them, but doesn't make it hurt any less, I guess. <clears throat> okay, let's move on. Whew. Right. Okay, so the next question is, do you struggle with body image? And on as another question as well that I was similar to that, that is um, major body dysmorphia girly here. Would be nice to hear your thoughts on it and if you struggle with that too. So I kind of just want to put a little bit of a trigger warning at this part of the episode if you're um, dealing with something like that. I'm going to talk about it. Um, so you might want to skip to the next part of the app if that's not something you want to listen to. Yeah, so for sure, I feel like just even working in social media, obviously – growing up with it like in social media of course I'm going to have issues with that sort of thing and I think 
I'm I'm the worst. Like I compare myself to a lot of people, which I know you shouldn't do, uh, especially in the last like 12 months. It's just been a real, my business and everything. So I've kind of flipped everything on its head and I've just had a lot of like emotional stuff. I've had a lot of, made a lot of bad financial decisions off the back end of some bad financial advice that has caused me like heaps of stress, um, which then I found has resulted in some weight gain, um, which is fine. But I just like, I, I, before that situation happened at the end of last year with the business and everything, um, I feel like I was just on my shit with my training. Like I was eating all of the like, you know, meal prepping and like doing everything that I would normally do. And then I kind of just didn't have the funds to be honest, to continue doing that. And like, I couldn't, oh, this is going to get so deep and I'm going to like expose myself, but I guess that's what we're here for. So yeah, to be honest, I couldn't afford to do anything anymore because of this um, choice that I made off of the back end of some financial advice from someone that I took. Um, I literally almost lost everything at the end of last year. So yeah, that in itself, like not being, and I, even when I was like literally scraping the bottom of the barrel, like could barely afford my rent, had to obviously move to the Gold Coast, um, almost sold my car, moved all my stuff into storage unit. I just was always making sure that I had enough money to to go personal training three times a week, which was, I think, about $150, which is a lot of money. I, re- I totally recognize that. Um, but I knew for me and my mental health, like I needed to be doing that every single week because obviously part of my job is how I look. And if I don't look good, then I don't feel good. Um, and so, yeah, that was when I was in Brisbane, that was what I was doing and that I was making sure that I had that. But then, um, sort of the start of this year and the last, like, not now, like we're good now, but it was a real, uh, just stressful, I would say like end of last year, sort of start of this year, uh, with like just getting back up on my feet, finances and whatnot. So yeah, yes, I do struggle with it. And that was a really hard time for me because I didn't have the means to go to the gym or have a gym membership or have a personal trainer or anything like that, which like I'm someone who I need someone to, I'm someone that needs someone to tell them where they need to be and what they need to be doing and what, like, you know, I need someone to tell me what to do. Otherwise I won't go, which is terrible because I'm not very self-motivated, but yeah. Anyways, so especially with being on social media, I think it's totally natural to have to compare yourself to other people. Like I compare myself to Em all the time and she's like, she's super fit. Obviously you guys know she's little and like, yeah, that's, that would be a natural thing for anyone to do if that was your best friend. So I don't, I don't hold that against myself or anything, but anyways, I don't know if that's a very good answer, but I don't really want to speak too hectically on the topic because I'm not a professional and I don't want to give anyone advice that's not um, come from a professional. So to answer your question, yes, I definitely struggle with it and I hope that you're okay. So if you guys are struggling and you have come this far and listened to this portion of the episode, we will leave some details in the show notes of someone you can reach out to, to get some help. And I hope that you're okay and I love you and I love me too. (laughs) 
Oh, okay. This is a good one. Do you feel a lot of pressure creating content and having to post all the time, taking pictures, etc.? Yeah, definitely. Especially when it's a portion of your income. I feel like the last 12 months, again, I keep coming back to that, but I feel like it's been such a pivotal moment in my life. Like what I've sort of gone through personally and business-wise in the last 12 months has really like fucking shaped me a lot into the person that I am at the moment. And I think I'm just obviously going to be forever evolving and changing and things like that I'm sure well I hope that never happens again but you know things happen all the time and I guess it just it's how you react to it and how you come out the other side that is more telling of who you are as a person so yes I feel pressure to try and create content all the time again comes back to comparing like I compare myself again to Em all the time because she's so on her shit with posting and everything she up until she's got rid of Venom, like she's got heaps, a few people that work for her that help her all the time. I don't have that anymore. So yeah, just like, but then again, it's like trying to find time to create content, run chill, literally full time, like with very little help, obviously pack all the orders. Like I do fucking everything for that all the time. And that in itself is a full-time job. So to then have the idea of like, getting dressed up taking photos or going out and like spending a whole day creating content like that's a whole day that I'm not in the office not replying to manufacturers or having marketing meetings or like there's there's always you're always like just trying to juggle everything all the time is I've definitely found quite difficult um but yeah of course you feel pressure because you want to keep people like I want to keep you guys up to date with everything that I'm doing and what's going on. And I know so many of you are invested in my personal life, not just chill, but like my personal life, which I'm so grateful for. And I don't want you to think that I don't care if I'm not posting. Same with YouTube. Like someone actually asked as well in the questions, um, will you ever come back to YouTube? Love your videos. Uh, Sorry. The question is, will you ever come back to YouTube more regularly? Love your videos. Like I would love to do that, but finding the time um, to sit down and edit Trying, trying to find the time to edit a week, week's worth of footage for me takes like three or four hours. So um, it's a long chunk of my day that I, I don't know, I guess I'm just, it's hard to say that something to, like I prioritize one thing over the other, but it's obvious that right now my priority is my business, um, which obviously Lily Brown is a business as well. And that comes back to YouTube too, but I'm, I feel like I keep you guys up to date on my other social media platforms like obviously I've got Instagram and TikTok and not just YouTube but I I appreciate that you guys love the YouTube videos I miss making them if I had someone following me around with the camera 24 7 and could just edit for me all the time that would be a fucking dream but um unfortunately I am a one-man show so please bear with me I will um yeah I'll do my best to try and come back at some point but just finding the time for it at the moment has been pretty difficult so Yes. That's also why I decided to do the podcast, you guys, because obviously um, this is a more personal place for me. And yeah, I just, I wanted, you know, this is, I can come in here and sit down for an hour and record an episode and just vent and talk to you guys. And I feel like that's a easier way than me recording a YouTube video and then having to sit down for four hours a day or four hours at the end of a week, which I'm struggling to find. I don't even have four hours a week for myself, like for personal time at the moment. So yeah, this is just another extension of me, like the podcast is, and hopefully you guys are happy with that for now. 
because I'm doing my best. Okay, the last question that I'm going to answer because there's heaps here, but I just don't want this to be a super boring episode because I already feel like I've rambled majorly in this app just because I got a little bit upset. So apologies for that. Um, someone's asked, how much money goes into creating a business? Love it, by the way. Thank you so much. Um, oh, okay, if we're being honest, I have invested over $200,000 in my business um, at the moment and I continue to do that because I believe in my product. I believe in my business and I just want it to be successful, which it is. Um, you can obviously do it. Like when I, when I started the business, I think I started with about $70,000. That's how much it cost me. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky like the business runs itself at the moment, which is amazing, but things pop up all the time. Like obviously, ads are expensive to run. Um, if you've got like a little team, which I do, I've got a marketing girl and a um, website, uh, sorry, marketing girl and an ad, a Facebook ad girl, shout out to Talia and Keely. They are the fucking bomb. Um, but obviously I've got to pay for their services. Um, photo shoots are expensive. Obviously the stock is expensive. Shipping is expensive. Ozpost is expensive. Um, everything is just fucking expensive at the moment. So yeah, I don't know if I was to give my advice, um, just make sure that you are, you believe in your product 150% before you dive headfirst into the business world. Um, I also believe that like, if you don't know too much about business, it's really not the end of the world. Like you're going to learn best by immersing yourself in it. So like, I didn't, obviously you guys know, I didn't go to uni. I didn't study business. I had no prior knowledge of how to run a business or anything like that. I've just literally learned the hard way. Um, which obviously the last 12 months hasn't been fantastic, but I, again, like it's taught me, I can't really say that I regret it because it has taught me so much, so, so much that I wouldn't have really probably learned prior to having gone through that. So, um, yeah, Definitely it's expensive, but if you love it, it's worth it. And for the, for the little bit of excitement and, you know, when you see a campaign come together or you're at a photo shoot or something and you just see it all there, something you've been working so hard on for years or months or whatever it is, it's just like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like I did that. So yeah, I hope that, um, that answers your question. Definitely. If you're going to do it, do it, but just make sure that you love it because that shit's expensive. (laughs) All right, guys, I think that's where I'm going to wrap up the episode today. Hope that answers um, some of your most frequently asked questions. There were a few others in there, but I just, um, I think we'll wrap it up here and I might come back for another solo ep uh, towards the end of the season and um, we can go back, delve back into some of those more hard hitting questions. Anyways, I hope that you all enjoyed. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you all next week. Bye. This is a Poly Studios production.